Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 224. You might notice that it's just me, Corey, and that's because in the editing process, we lost our intro. That sucks. Uh, we didn't talk about anything too crazy in the intro, other than that the uh, passing of one Dick Miller, who was a character actor in so many movies we loved growing up, and movies we watched on this podcast, like Chopping Mall. Uh, so it's very sad to see that he uh, passed away this past week. But uh, on a lighter note, this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to each and every episode of the B-Movie Breakdown everywhere you find podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, subscribe on there, and leave a, when you leave a review... Make sure to mention a movie you want us to watch, and we will watch it next for the podcast. You can also listen to our wrestling podcast. It's called The Reversal. It's everywhere you get podcasts. You can find that on social media, at Reverse This. You can find this podcast on social media, at B-Movie Breakdown or at BMB Podcast. You can also email us, bmbpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a movie that maybe you made and you want us to watch and you want to send us a screener or something like that, do so there. Nick has another podcast. It's called Weird and Feared. You can listen to that every week at podcast. Him and our good friend Zach talk about weird, creepy, paranormal creatures and things like that on a week-to-week basis. Check it out. Nick does all the artwork for that podcast. Each episode has separate artwork, and it's fucking badass. And if you want to check out all of Nick's art, follow him on Instagram at Scatterville Stories, and you can find out all about all of his artwork and all of his comics coming up. This week on the podcast, we're back to Slasher Town, back to Child Killer Town, with one of the earlier slasher films of the 1970s. It's Alice, Sweet Alice. It's the best of the worst. She's a, you know... A 100% good guy? Yes. You're right. She is, Corey. Yes. Yes, Corey. And the end makes you think maybe not. The whole movie. I like, get off the pot, guys. Alice is... You're not hyping up a sequel where she's a bad guy. Alice is a good guy. Yeah. I do... Yeah. She's, I mean, she's a kid, she's a messed up kid, and all the things we learn about her family, Yeah, her she's fa- had it yeah. tough, alright? And like, let alone who knows how many times Mr. Alfonso has, you know, fondled her and d- destroyed her brain even more on top of her family life. Yeah, I mean, he's been harassing her, I mean, the fact, I mean, her mom basically tortures her, I mean... Why I say that is because she sends her down to this creepo to deliver the rent check. Oh my god! So that probably happens like every month. Yeah. Well, maybe Karen was delivering it sometimes too. He seemed to have a liking for Karen. He did more than Alice. Yeah, the whole movie goes out of its way to make Alice seem creepy and deranged. There are so many bad guys hovering around her existence. Oh god! I mean, the one police officer alone was like, oh. Did you get 
What did he say? Did you see your tits? I'm not gonna repeat what he said on recording. Did you see your tits when I when I? No, he didn't. It was like he said something about when he put the strap around her. Like she just it was the look she gave him. Like like as if she wanted him to do something. You know what? That's the look of that's the look of somebody who's used to being abused, right? Yeah. It's the guy's reaching towards and her. And also a child who is not know, does not know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm go, what am I, why am I here? What am I, you know, why am I my s- My sister was just murdered. We found out my sister was murdered. And everyone thinks it's me. Yeah. Imagine being in that situation on top of all the other fucked up things. Yep. Which is why that's the whole, that's the whole crux of the whole thing. They think Alice could have done these things. You know? All the signs are there, allegedly. The school's covering stuff up because they're shitty. I mean, Alice's home life. She tends to think that people favor her younger sister than her. That she gets more of the special treatment. Their father is gone. He's And, you know, dad's left. But who knows how that works in 1961. Because dad's got a wife, a different, a separate wife, separate life. Yeah, they're divorced, basically. Yeah, but I mean, people around still call him Mr. and Mrs., even though it's clearly... Yeah, it's one of those weird Catholic things. Oh, oh, like one of the... I think now, well, nowadays it's probably still like some... What, front of front? I think it's acceptable now because people just do it. Well, people who've, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, I know nothing about the Catholic Church. I'm just saying... Except that's garbage. I mean, I feel like maybe like... As a thing, it's probably not, you're not supposed to do it because that's, but people do it. Everybody just does it now. You know what I mean? Well, it's just like, sh- like, you know, like shame on you, but that's how it is. Right. But, but think about 1961. Yeah. Yeah. No way. You know. No way. Though the movie, uh, it was filmed in 75, released in 77, but it takes place in 61. Yeah. And what I was talking about, a lot of intentional Visual cues where there's a young girl who's, you know, her innocence is being taken or and she's being accused of things and there's a murder mystery and they show a picture of Kennedy and this is 61. So Kennedy ain't dead yet. Texas didn't kill the president yet. So and he was Catholic, first Catholic, you know. Yeah. A lot of I mean, there's a lot of interwoven potential potential themes here about, you know, taken before your time and. Yeah, innocence and the Catholic Church and this is uh, and conspiracies and yeah, and then you wonder like even though Alice ends up not being the killer that you think she is, um, it's interesting though she had all that stuff in the basement and those extra masks. Remember she had that one old man looking mask. I mean, she's just a weird kid. Like, why were those clear masks like the popular thing that was being sold at that store nearby? Those clear masks are creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, they're getting ready for purge night. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I hate those clear masks. It's like they're clear, but like they're not clear at the same they're time. Real, they're probably my least favorite mask. They're so creepy. Think of something creepier. Can you, like, honestly, like, as far as that goes, like, pull through that archive of creepy fucking shit you got bounced around your head all the time, Corey. This is for you specifically, not just gen- <laughs> not the general you. Okay. Yeah. Right? But no, there's no other creepy mask. There, that is, it, no. is like the creepiest no. mask. There's and no. to think, like, well, for most of the movie, you think it's a child wearing it. It makes it even creepier. Yeah, man. Well, she does wear it, but like for play, which is weird. And but she's wear. But then the when and I think this movie is 
is a great like early on slasher flick because it really does a twist well where I mean the name of of the fucking movie Yeah, they're stroking you here. Is Alice Sweet Alice. Yeah, they're le- they're taking you for a ride. Like, you it you think it's almost one of those like full on you're already ready to root for the bad guy. Right? Well, I'm not going to root for Alice. No, but it's one of those things like Jason, you know, people root like, oh, I want to see right. Jason. So it's like here, like the kid, you know, like is bullied and like she, the some of the victims are like people who have, would have quote unquote wronged her. Yeah. So it's kind of like that stuff to where, you know, you could kind of feel for the killings a little bit, like. Oh, Annie is a is a piece of shit. So I'd be un- and, and things like that. So when you think it's Alice, it's not like killing is good, but it's oh, it's a it's like a she's just getting this like sick twisted revenge. Sure, I mean it's but starting off with the movie starts off with a kid dying at their first communion. It's hard to get on Team Alice. Who is? Choked and then burned a lot. Burned, well, not alive. Yeah, but she's burned. choked with a candle and then like a like a rod of like because the candle gets broken over her neck. Yeah, it's like the candlestick that chokes her, and then she gets dumped in a dresser, in a chest, and the candle gets relit and thrown in there and just burns her cart, her corpse, as communion's going on in the church. And this lady, oh, so ends up being the killer is not Alice. The killer is this woman. Who worked for the church closely with Father Tom, who Father Tom may or may not have had this like secret relationship going on with Alice. Man, they and don't Karen's mom. they don't give us enough details about the sinning. They don't give us enough. Right. They let yeah. us they let us imagine, which maybe again and is she, a smarter and way. She does kill him at the end, but she yeah. kills him more out of like fuck I'm caught. Well, it's fuck I'm caught, but and like, also you he, won't you won't give me communion, but you gave it to the whore. That's his quote. That's her quote. Yeah, which is Catherine. Right. I love watching these movies when I have to get people's names straight. I have to pay attention. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine, Karen, Karen. That's Anne, Annie, Alice. His name's Dom. That's Tom. <laughs> Angela or Annie's daughter was Angela. I don't know what this guy's name is, but he's a cop. Yeah, I never caught the cop's uh, name. He's got a partner who was kind of important and then just wasn't. Detective Spinner. Excuse that, me? Detective Spinner. That was the detective's name. Detective Spinner. I won't know how else to pronounce that. Yeah, there's, it's The not... easiest name to remember was Alfonso. Yeah. That's actually the actor's real name. Is it really? Alfonso. Oh. Alfonso de Noble. Jesus. He's in three movies. That's an Italian name for you. Yeah. He was a creepo. He played it well. Oh, yeah. He played a fat slob creepo well. Yeah. Like, disgusting. Slob. Like, think of a fat, like, disgusting slob character from a trauma film. That's this character. It's amazing, because he's a scumbag, but the apartment isn't that bad. Right? It, it's not great. It's not great. It's also the 70s. What's it supposed to look like? Yeah. It looks old because it is. That's how things looked. You know what's funny? 60s. Um, the movie... So the the main girl, Alice, play, yep. is played by a girl, uh, Paula Shepard. Oh, and her, then, name's, her name's not Alice? No. Oh. And then, but her sister's played by Brooke Shields, and this is Brooke Shields' first movie. Nice. Before even, like, Blue Lagoon, which Wild. is, like, where she 
you know, got yeah. famous from. But, you know, I did note it, and I kept, I was going to bring this up when we were watching it, but what? I'm glad I looked it up now, that that girl who played Alice looked a lot older than she's supposed to be. And she was. How much older? She was 19. And how old is Alice supposed to be in the movie? 12. Jesus! She looked older, though. Like, the whole time, I could just kept thinking, like, gosh, she looks old. Well, in the beginning, I thought it was, like, her high school... Like, but then, but communion is like 13, 12, or that age, like that. That's like communion. Yeah, but I mean, Alice, yeah, but Alice wasn't going to get that. Oh, Alice was older. Yeah, she was, she was older. They didn't say by how much. When's Catholic First Communion? What age is that? Oh, shit, I don't know either. I I don't know. I don't know, like, what's that, fifth grade? Eighth grade? Eighth grade, I think. I think eighth grade. But you're like 13. Because I did confirmation shit, which was, you know, whatever the Lutheran equivalent is. It's all based off the same bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Uh, But yeah, I definitely noticed, you know, but the thing is about having an older girl play her is like it pulls off that when it's the woman killing, you know, you can get a similar like. A more like grown woman body type to make it look like that same person is doing these things. And you have, yeah, I know it's unsettling. The cops' words are gonna haunt me. Yeah, it's very unsettling. It was just like, it was so out of place. But that's honestly, that's like it's blaming the victim type shit. Yeah, that's what that is. But it was just like, out of all the people and all the scenes in the movie for that to happen, it was just like what. Yeah, it, it caught me. It like almost caught you off guard. It was like, what did this guy just say? I wonder how people reacted at the time. Yeah, is this just like maybe not like a a looked, you know, a looked happily upon way to talk about? Like, you know, it's not it's not how you would normally say something. But is it as repulsive as we think it is, or is just like an offhand comment? Like, oh, it's just that's just locker room talk. Oh. Not that fun. I'm not in my fucking locker room. Yeah. Apparently, there were a lot of people that were upset with this movie for being very anti-Catholic. I mean, it's not really. It just takes place with a bunch of Catholic and Italian people. It's not really against the Catholic Church. No. Like it's really not. No, but you could say like, look at these people. Look at this woman, Mrs. Tradani, who like. Went so far as to she went, she was so deep into the Catholic Church that she ended up murdering people. Or is this like somebody telling, because people were so worried about the goddamn Pope controlling the fucking White House with Kennedy, you know, ruled by the Vatican. Is this, was, is this just maybe like a, uh, like a Catholic uh, fear mongering piece? Like someone would make a, like a Muslim fear mongering piece, piece, like a film, but, you know, it's preying on people's already preconceived. Hate? Yeah, it could you know, be. Because, I mean, really, it could You know, the slum, Italian slumlord, landlord, yeah. uh, snotty sister, and then even and then the mom is, you know, divorced. And then they mention, the main sin they mention is that she was pregnant when she got married. Yeah. With So that, you know, yeah. not good. The, uh, the guy who directed this movie, he actually, Alfred Soul is his name. Okay. He actually um, is like uh, proclaimed ex-Catholic and supports the interpretation of the film's religious themes and undertones. Makes sense. If anybody would know, it would be a fellow Catholic. Yeah, ex-Catholic. 
Interesting. Interesting yeah. with the with well, all the sinning, Catholic and Well, it's perfect. You know, this person's sin drives you so nuts you become a murderer, so you commit even a greater sin. But why this family of all families? I feel like it's because she the mom was getting close to Father Tom. I think so too. Like her and Tom were probably And obviously he's not supposed to be doing things. No, what would she prefer him do? I mean Right. Come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Mrs. Tradani was her name. And she's like fresh off the boat. She's been she's been, you know, first generation. Yeah. Obviously. Then that name makes me think of uh we I recently watched The Punisher season two. Yeah, a lot of and Italians. There's the character Madani, who was mm. in the first season. That last name makes me think of that. It makes me think of like lots of names of you know. It actually made me think of first from Ninja Turtles, Don Tertelli. <laughs> but that's just... Like, this is how generically Italian... Tertelli. Oh, man. And he battles turtles. Well, of course. Yeah. I always wanted that to be the fourth Ninja Turtles movie. Like, this fight... Like, after they time-traveled as a kid, I'm like, now maybe we should bring it back and have the turtles fight some mobsters, maybe. Is that okay? Or no. they could have fought the plethora of other characters that were created. I'm just saying, we time-traveled to ancient Japan. We, we did two movies where we just made up characters. Yeah, like, it's ad stuff. This is more things to do. Like, Coco and Razor. That's fine. They were a beautiful addition. They were. Yeah, they were. They're, they're beloved now. They are. But I'm sure at the time... And they made know. their way into the cartoons eventually. Yeah. So it's fine. It is fine. They're in the lore. They've been using modern cartoons now. I feel like, for as far as Ninja Turtles go, yeah. if we were to ever watch anything for this podcast... We should watch like an episode of that TV show, The Next Mutation. We we watch all of it, because I was always wanted to, and I was I, so I would always I. miss it. It's on Netflix. Well, that's all right. Well, how many episodes are in that show? Please say like just like side podcast. It's only twenty minutes. Say please say like twelve episodes. Something we can knock out in like two sittings. It is there. I oh one thing I do know about this show. Though for sure, I really do apologize for mentioning Don Tertelli because this is totally. It, it was on for one season, twenty six episodes. I mean that's doable. <laughs> the uh, but there is a Power Rangers crossover episode. They don't they deal with Mask Rider too, or no? Is it just um, Power Ranger? Those are all going at the same time. Yeah, I just know that you know. Obviously, this was a Saban production, of course. And then they introduced the female. Sure. The female turtle. Sure. Uh. Her name is the Vita, Venus, Venus de Milo, who's not an artist. Yeah, who's Venus de Milo? Venus de Milo what is, what's, is what does she do? Is a um, I don't know this, and I should. Well, now it's gonna give me. Yeah, I know. Go to is it... it's a work of art. Venus de Milo is the like that. Sculpture. Why don't I know that? It's the sculpture with like the arms cut off. Because I'm a fucking asshole. Well, I paid attention to that day in art history class, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's the it's a work of art. That well, the first female turtle, of course, would be named after a work of art. I mean, there weren't how many famous female, you know, Renaissance artists. Does it have to be Renaissance? Can it just been like a female famous female painter? Frida. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. She's a very powerful woman. Yeah, I mean, you could have went with anything, any Georgia. That would have worked, right? Only if she had a southern accent. She could. That's you could make her with a turtle with a southern accent. She's not from New York, then. It'd be Georgia O'Keeffe. 
The turtle. <laughs> the turtle. All right. This is awesome, but we're talking about. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. This, but yeah. yes, I, I, I would. The point is, I would also. I'm glad you sh- share the same feelings about the next mutation, yeah. and that it's something that. Never. I, I, it was like past, like I. No, w- I would watch it, but I always, I would always catch it when it was like, not where like when I was like I'd been sitting at the TV for already two hours, and like I had to move. Yeah. Or I would wake up and it'd be over. I'm like, oh shoot. I just feel like I remember... That would happen. You'd wake up, you'd miss your show, and be like, yeah. well, that's done. I, that might have been like a... Fo- was it like a fog fo- after-school show, maybe? I thought it was a Saturday. <sighs> I don't remember. They play whenever. I just remember, like, at that point, 97, 98, loving the movies, but then, like, still feeling slightly burned from that third one and being, like, you know... You know, still an over... Still over-analyzing things as a child. That one let me down. I didn't expect it to go that direction. <laughs> I just remember not enjoying it. I just didn't enjoy it. Well, I was like, when I watched it, I was like... I did. I watched it a lot, though. So did I. When I watched it, I was like, all right, well, that was good. What's next? Oh, nothing. Yep, That's nothing. where we stop. Oh, and I'm like, oh. I mean, you just can try again? Like, Turtles... The movie, Turtles have been going for like 30 fucking years. They just keep going. They couldn't have squeezed out another movie There's back another then? new yeah, of course. cartoon that's on. Of course. Uh, the last one had a good run. Now it's on a new yeah. cartoon with a new art style. And it's... I noticed I it was on the other day on the TV. And I noticed oh, they made like Raphael real large. Like, I, he's larger than everybody Oh, yeah, else. he's ripped, yeah. He's like way bigger. Uh-huh. Like tall yes. even. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Now we're not... This isn't Turtle Cat. It's my fault. But I... We're thinking of like just overly Italian names. And whenever we're thinking of like generic... Like somebody just decided to pull it. But depending on how it's spelled, Tortelli is a, just a normal last name. But you know it's spelled with a U. Not, like not Tortelli. It's Turtelli. Because he's a fucking... He's fighting turtles. <laughs> so when I think of made up names... That's what I think of. It's a good, it's a good fake Italian. I figured name. you'd enjoy knowing that, but I didn't mean it to be a thing. No, it's okay. Yeah, I know it, it got us to on that common ground that we, we both want to watch the next mutation. I apologize for that, also <laughs> to myself and my future yeah. time being spent yes, watching it because it could be a, just a load of garbage. Yeah. Like. Ah oh, well. I I all I yeah yeah uh, who knows one one day we we might find out. If uh, the next mutation, yeah, I, I almost like, but I, I like, I like these old seventies movies because for some reason, even though like they, whenever we do this, even if it's not that great, we always have a lot to talk about. There's a lot yeah. of meat there. There, there always is. There even always... the schlock from back then, yeah. had like a lot of things baked into it. And this is one that kind of like came and went a little bit, especially because it was, um, so when it came out. It was uh, not prosecuted for obscenity. The film was seized and confiscated in the UK under Section 3 of the Obscene Publications Act of 1959. What? During the video Nasty Panic. Well, I'm going to do a history deep dive into British media history. Video Nasty was a term in the UK for the number of films distributed on video cassette that were criticized. Criticized for their violent content by the press. Uh, well, violent content by the press, social commentators, and various religious organizations. Yeah, well, this one would check off all those so boxes. So this one was checking so many boxes yeah. that the UK was like, nope, not, you know, we're not going to let this be a thing over here for a long time. But it, this movie did end up getting a cult following since 
and uh, you know is considered a classic of the slasher genre. And it's you know it should be. Yeah, and it's I think it's a it's always one that I heard about. I never saw, and I I, remember, I, I think. Maybe like the Cinemasker had talked about it at some point in time over the years of their monster. Uh, the name was in my head. Yeah, it, oh, over the. Um, the th- I have heard it. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. I still it once in a while, when somebody's like, "Have oh, you listened to this band?" I'm like, "I've heard of them." It's a dumb answer. You know what I mean? Like, have you listened to this band? The answer is like, "No, I don't." But like, no, but I've heard of. But them. I've heard of them. It's just like, just be quiet. Don't say that. You can just say no, I guess. I know. That's what I've started doing. But that come, but does, it, does it come across rude? I, it's been no. Well, I mean, you don't have to drop your voice <laughs> like that. No. No. It's like, nah. It's, usually it's like, nah, man. Or I was going to say, like, nah, babe, but I don't say that to girls when they ask like, me a question. Nah, I'm not really into them. I'm not really into that kind of music. Or I should be like, no, but do they suck? <laughs> Are they terrible? Oh, but yes, I I've always wanted to see see this movie because I uh, as a fan of I, slashers are one of my favorite like subgenres of horror movies. Yeah, you're fucked up. And oh, and <laughs> never having seen uh seen this one, and it came from you know, uh this one actually came you know just before that like golden age of, of. slashers. That golden age of slashers is like right at the cusp of like Texas, uh, well Halloween, and yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, and then they just you know one after another. And then you then you mix in more of that eighties stuff, and you lose all the seventies charm, and it becomes a whole different beast. But there's some, yeah. But there's a lot of those seventies ones that definitely like kind of like blend into that like, you know, you know, you're saying you're losing that charm, but there's ones like. Silent Night, Bloody Night, or yeah. I mean Silent Night, Deadly Night, but which that might have been eighties though. Um, I think there is one called Bloody Night, but then Black Christmas. That's a very like. I haven't seen that one. It's very. It's more like on this. More you you almost feel like it would would have came out of the eighties, but it was made in the seventies. But that's an early. I think that's an early one that a lot of people forget about. Is Black Christmas? I haven't seen as it. as far as like holiday ho- like slasher flicks. Yeah. I think they they tried to remake it mid two thousands. Bad idea. And nobody, I I don't I never saw the remake. I just know that nobody kind of went for it. Mm. I don't know. I feel like sometimes like uh, Christmas and killing doesn't always go over so well. Yeah, because most people are like, no, it does work sometimes. We watched that Better Watch Out last year, and that movie was fantastic. Yeah, that was scary. It was they had that creep kid. Yeah, scary. It almost seemed like it was gonna be like this Home Alone, it, I bloody mean, version. But then it ended up being he set up the trap. And way he worse. He was just like an incel. Yep, he was kid. Absolutely. Who? Yeah. Because he thought his babysitter owed it to him. Yeah. And he killed his friend. Speaking of Christmas movies, this year I didn't realize that that that, that Grinch animated movie came out. Yeah. It made like a fuck ton of money of course i thought it, it came out and people just were like dismissed it and it just kind of came and went no man grinch is money it made so much money why do you think dr seuss made him green he prints money yeah I've, most dr seuss properties because yeah, he rules the animated they make a you know i feel like the live action ones what didn't if, fare so well though the jim carrey one i think made a lot of money what if i homage dr seuss and like give myself a title 
I can't be doctor. It's been done. Like professor. Professor. Just I would just say Nick. Professor Noose. Uh, pre- professor Noose. That conjures up some bad images of a sophisticated murderer. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a, a murderer in this movie, so yeah. thought, thought it went hand yeah. in hand. But yeah, Captain. Captain. Oh my God. Captain Nick. <laughs> Sounds like a kid's thing. Captain Nick. Oh, hey, check out this book. You might become come across as like a creepo like Alfonso Captain in Nick. this movie. Yeah. Admiral. Admiral. Mm, that's too much. That's too many syllables. Admiral. Yeah. No, it's not. Dr. Seuss has like That's a why Captain drink. works. Yeah, Captain. Captain. And with your uh, line of kids' books. Yeah. You gotta start making those kids' books and like the mm-hmm. rhyme. You gotta get the rhyming down. We can do and... that. We can rhyme the fuck out of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be in my own little room over here thinking about titles to give myself. You can keep talking about this movie. Oh, okay. It's I'll like... just talk talk about it by myself. That's fine. The rest of the movie. That's okay. You can. Well, I'd rather just talk about it with you since we watched it Master? together. I don't like that one. Whoa. <laughs> Commander's too extreme. Sir? Sir, it's too, that's, that's too, official. too official. I must prefer Master. <laughs> that's, that's too, it's too little, intense it's, it's, for kids. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's college level. I don't, I think that's nobody's level. Well, I, you need to take it to the Master level, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think you need to just chill out there a little bit. Yeah. I'll think of something. Yeah, I like Captain because it's just dumb and doesn't make any sense. Yeah, doctor, Which doctor he, didn't really. No, he just there. he just always he wanted to be a doctor for his dad. So I'm just gonna be a fucking doctor now, and it's stuck forever. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah. you know what else is cool? Alice, sweet Alice. I think it was a cool fucking movie. Uh, I do like that. You know, like we were saying before, you the whole time you think it's Alice. At one point, you maybe think it's Angela, which I something I mentioned early on. Which they did it on purpose. They wanted you to think that too, because I was like, only because like the the, the uh, relatives were like real like weird, and it was like, what's going? Is there like another thing going on yeah, with that on purpose? Do they have like a some sort of grudge against this family? Kind of. They actually kind of do. They do. And so, like, when when you're like, oh, they have this, like... And then the one when they're talking about right after the Karen dies, they're like, why'd you have to go bring that up? What do you think? You're going to ruin this for us or something. Yeah. And it's like, ruin what for us? Right. And, you know... They just want to get rid of Alice. Everybody, all these Catholics hate Alice because she was conceived out of marriage. She was born in marriage, but she wasn't conceived in it. So, like, you know that was always, like, you know, that she was always the one they looked down upon... Which right. is probably why Karen they liked because she was born in the marriage, so she was pure. When this kid no fucking choice if she was born. Right. And they even got married. But then again, a marriage forced out of the birth, you know, just for the kid, is explains why they grew apart. Yeah. And so then they always enjoyed that intimate passion, which is why whenever Dom could come back around, you could always flirt with each other, even though he has like a whole separate family. It's a fucked up thing. Yeah. And then, it's a mess. Yeah, and then that's why that's why Mrs. Uh, Tradani she hated this family. I, it's weird that she picked on just them because other people have to have sins that she knows about. So why did she target them? Because they seemed like they were the perfect family. Well, she also talked about the kid pays for the sins of her. The, of well, her she mother. also mentioned that her kid died. Right. At her first communion. 
Right. Well, that's what she decides to base the murdering off. That's where she starts the murder. But was it because her kid was conceived outside of marriage? Like, and, and that, that would answer your question, why she chose them, because she can just see, she's projecting all of this. And like, she, they don't get to, she's like, you know, the whole kid's growing up. She can't get to have a happy life. This can't, she cheats on this, or she, we, mom may never have cheated, but, you know, it's, we, it's probably dad who cheated. And then it seems like on. it. Right. But she see, she's this, uh, sees this woman still living a happy life. While projecting, she didn't get to live that happy life, and she made the same mistakes. So she just so is she just waiting for this communion, and then sees a closeness with Tom to just push her over the edge. Because this is a she had to plan this murder out to frame Alice too. Yeah. She even dressed like Alice when she committed the murder, hoping no one would even nobody even saw her. Right. Right. Nobody saw the trench coat. Nobody saw the creepy mask. But in case somebody did, she already had it set up to be Alice. Yeah. Well, one point, Alfonso did see the raincoat. What? what when? When um, Aunt Annie got stabbed. Well, yeah, because she kept, that was the theme. She kept it up. Yeah. She wanted to make sure if she, anyone sees her, and that was right in the open, that was meant to frame Alice, to yeah. get her, to put her away. And, the, and you take the killer off the, you, you put a suspect behind bars, then they're done looking for a killer. Right. You're safe. And even when he, when you thought maybe it was Angela, it still worked because Angela went to that school. She would have had the raincoat because it said the St. Michael's on it. But honestly, when that happened, when Dominic thought it was Angela, he got the worst death. Yeah. Can I ask another question too? There was a kid crying on the phone. That was her. She made up the voice? Yeah. It was her? Yeah, to be like, it's Angela. No, I know what, why she did it, but it sounded like a kid. Yeah, it did. I'm sure they had a kid do it, but it was supposed to be the old lady doing a kid voice. Oh, so what is she? Isn't that something? Isn't that something Norman could do? Who could do that? Yeah, Norman. He would could do he the voices. Personate voices like real well. Yeah. Not just mothers. He did other voices, didn't he? Um, or no? Who am I thinking of? Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, I know who I'm thinking of. Norma just did. Mother. No, I'm thinking of. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of his name now, and I really, I really want to know his name. I'm just thinking. From what movie? Somebody you know. So I just now somebody who didn't even have lips and could do the best impersonations of every human on earth. Yeah, I feel like an asshole. Didn't have lips. Uh huh. Now you're playing the game. Oh, Dark Man. Thank you. I kept <laughs> I kept wanting to call him Phantom Man. I that's mean... not his name. But that's who I was thinking of. Could just perfect. You don't even have real lips. It's a fake mask. You're this is your absurd. That's your superpower. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you talk with you had no lips, no half a face? He could do amazing impersonations. He could grow in height. And wait. Nowadays, Darkman is very believable. Like, you can make yourself that kind of prosthetic, like, stuff. You can do yeah, something. Yeah, look at uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. They do it. With people who don't have lips? It's just a jawbone? No, but they do it where it's like, it's they have that actor play that part for, like, X amount of time, and then Ethan Hunt will, like, rip the right. mask off, you know what I mean? And it's like a legit prosthetic, and you could, do, you could pull that off pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but that's the point is this man has no lips. Yes. He has no muscles no, to Ethan articulate. Hunt has lips. He has no muscles to articulate sounds. 
Surprised that that surprised that's one they never remade. Darkman. Darkman. It's a good one. I feel like it's 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 probably out there, right? Somebody wants to remake it. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Somebody wants to get their hands on or has their hands on Darkman. It just hasn't come to fruition yet. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm but that's who I was saying. So she can just do this perfect because it sounded like a kid. So these perfect vocal impressions. I'm surprised. You know, during the you know mid 2000s and since then, I guess. But there was that you know slew of slasher remakes, and I'm surprised this didn't get that treatment. Yeah. It's like you know the you take like an under a lesser known slasher film and give it like an update. So I mean, there's killer kid movies that still come out. There's one that's coming out soon. Some it's like the prophecy or something. I don't know. Or prophecy, it's called. It's like some little kid. He's really like a demon kid or something. I don't know. They look creepy, but it's like a killer kid movie. I love to have a movie called this demon kid. This demon kid. So killer kid movies, they still exist. They're still a thing. Maybe not as like slashers, but this one isn't though. It turned, you know, flip flops it. Maybe you could have a movie called, um. Mr. Donnie, sweet Mr. Donnie. And then really... The... It's about a sweet Mr. Donnie, Mr. Donnie. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> It'd fit on the poster if you turn it the other way. <laughs> the first horizontal movie poster. Because they have to fit the title in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I, if, you, if you haven't seen Alice, Sweet Alice, highly recommend checking it out on... Um, Amazon Prime Video, it's it's there. It's a good one. I'm pretty sure it's out on Blu-ray now. Uh, so you can. I don't know what the quality, the quality difference, you know, would be as far as the one we watched. It looked all right. It looks like a movie you would have watched in like VHS back then. Yeah, but I, I wonder if the Blu-ray is like a better restore. I'm sure it is. Which I'm surprised the Amazon Amazon didn't have like that, you know. Bezos didn't want to shout the extra bucks for that one. Dude, whoa, fucking Bezos. Come on, dude. What? It's fucked up. What about, what did I do about, I just said his name. No, I'm just saying it's fucked up. I'm saying him. Oh, for not spending yeah, the money? Yeah, for not spending the money. Because, oh, okay. yeah, it came out in 2018 on Blu-ray. I thought you were going to say my statement so. had no basis in reality. But I, you know, you went along with it, so that's good. Oh, look, it says in 2007, director Dante Tomaselli announced his intent to direct a remake. Yeah, in 2007, huh? And then it never ended up getting made. It just delays due to lack of funds. It'll come out in four years starring Bruce Willis. Oh, my. What? Is who? Dominic? The dad? I don't care, man. This is what Bruce Willis does. He just jumps on the projects that have long been canceled or no one's cared about. And uh, so next week for the podcast, I... You better not. No, I'm. I we're not. We're not doing. We're not repeating last it's week. Still on the back burner. Yeah, for good. No, for just a while. You can get Pat to watch that one. <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have a lot to say. Yeah. Well, I'll get. I'll, I'll get a, a whole group of people. Together. That's fine. You can get six people to replace me. Six. I'll get six people to replace you for that movie. Yeah. No, I figured. You know, uh, this movie or this podcast would not exist. If it weren't for the likes of... The internet? Know, of the internet. But, like, the likes of uh, Joe Bob Briggs, uh, Sven Gulli. Or all the people that manipulated you as a youth yes, into the you man know, you well, are today. Yes. You know, we both watched these types, these these horror movie hosts. We, we, we did. 
as kids, and and one that was real popular in the eighties. Uh, and I didn't ever really realize there there was a movie based on it. What was Elvira? Elvira had a film. Elvira, Elvira had a film in 1988, starring Elvira. Yes, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I'm on board. And it came out on Blu-ray this year, courtesy of uh, Scream Factory. And uh, I, 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 I had no idea. I knew Elvira was popular. You know, there's all the DVDs. You could still buy DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff where she hosts the DVDs and it's yeah, like, man. You know, presents the movies and everything like that. And I didn't know that Cassandra Peterson did a full-on Elvira movie. Nice. It's definitely... What if I dress up as a vampire and started hosting things on YouTube? Like, what if what if I don't have the actual movie, but what if I'm just like, you know, kind of like, um, in like riff tracks? Play my intro, and then watch the movie. And then play it at the end. That'd be funny. Yeah. Nobody would give a shit about that. No. I could do you that. You could probably just go on and find the local access... Svengoolie still exists. I know he does. And he still shows movies. Yeah, I don't want to take Joe his... Joe Bob Briggs exists again. He's I doing... Wanna, I don't want to take his thunder. He's doing stuff on on Shudder now. That's Apparently cool. there's been a number of... Um, there's been a, there was another one. Elvira's Haunted Hills. In 2001. Is that just talking about her breasts? Got it. The... I got it. it. I'm in be. on the joke. It could be. I'm in on that joke. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested in watching this Elvira movie. I had no idea it existed until I saw the Blu-ray coming out. So I, I feel like that's like, that's just like, that's just a person who is an influence on everything we do here, who would show like these like sh- the schlocky garbagey B movies, sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes old, sometimes new. Well, we don't dress like Gothic people and watch these things though. That should change. No. <laughs> That reminds me of, they used to do a skit on SNL that was like, Chris Kattan and maybe Molly Shannon, and they were like, goth kids in a basement. Yep, that would it was like, good. Yeah. It was a good one. And they would do like a local access Well, that'll thing. be our live stream. Will Ferrell was like their, the big brother who was like an asshole and come down and like beat him up and stuff. We'll, t- we'll turn the camera on us and we'll dress up like goth people and then just like, just watch the movie and say stuff. Interestingly enough, the guy who... Uh, directed this film was a producer on Saturday Night Live for a long fucking wow. time. I thought you were gonna say. Interestingly enough, the man who directed this movie was in fact a vampire. No, but oh wow! I just thought that was a weird connection between uh, you know Saturday Night Live was a director and producer and everything on Saturday Night Live, yeah. and there variety was, show stuff was uncredited for directing Police Academy Two, the first assignment. He didn't want to be credited for that? And then, that's a good one. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. And then Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. And then Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And other than that, it was just nothing but Saturday Night Live. Huh. And then I had some stuff to do with Phantom of the Paradise. That's another movie we need to watch for this podcast. But but that's a whole other episode. So next week on the podcast, we're watching Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. It's on Blu-ray now. I'm sure you can find it on maybe in full on YouTube or something like that. So uh, go check that out. And uh, yeah, that should be quite interesting. I have no idea what to expect from that movie. I'm sure it'll probably be funny. It'll be like comedy type horror thing or something. What if it's the most dramatic thing you've ever seen? Yeah, it would be. My mind would be blown. What if Elvira has to solve a mystery and go to space? And go to, I don't. I don't think she's going to space. What but if she does? Could be wrong. 
If she goes to space, you owe me fifty bucks. Okay, I owe fifty dollars. <laughs> she goes to space. All right, you All heard right. it. All, All right, right, we're on. So come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be moved.